Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, our Michigan insider. We talked yesterday. I get done with the show. I'm going to take a deep breath, Chris. And then little do we know, here comes the Connor Stallions HOA story. And then the Connor Stallions business deal dealings with Blake Corm's name on it. Corm said he just heard about it at practice or after practice yesterday. Uh, we get the Big Ten still uh, marching towards punishment on Harbaugh uh, today, at least from reports. Don't expect anything until tomorrow, if not Friday, if they do anything. What's the latest you're hearing? Yeah, no progress today. Um, the whole Blake Corum, Connor Stallions thing is a non-starter, Bill. It's, uh, they weren't in business together. Nothing happened there. And it's people looking for stories, and if they can just throw names out there and get clicks, then that's what they're going to do. It's irresponsible, and it's ridiculous. So now they're going to drag this kid through the mud, um, who's one of the probably the, one of the more upstanding people I've ever covered at Michigan and Blake Corum. So it's it's absolutely ridiculous. So uh, yes, we are told, and we were told by our sources yesterday after I got off the phone with you that uh, Wednesday late at the earliest, and uh, probably Thursday. So uh, which we wrote last night, and. Michigan is locked and loaded and ready to respond. Uh, we were told, we reported a couple of days ago that Michigan was ready to hire some of the biggest legal guns in the in the country to, to fight for them and do investigative reporting and everything else and, and do their investigating for them on, A, who might have gotten to got investigated them in the first place and who might be stealing their signs. And uh, like I said, it's opened a can of worms. They've gone to Williams and Connolly, a big firm out of Washington, D.C., and approached them. And uh, immediately after that, you saw a lot of people start backtracking about, man, do we really want to do this? I saw the former commissioner of the Big 12 saying, you know, maybe a due process is a good thing. And, and he's the head of the National Football Foundation, too, because, you know, you look at TCU, uh, apparently got their Michigan science last year from Ohio State. And now, as Dan Wetzel noted at Yahoo, you know, what's the distinction between having guys at games giving you signals down the road and what Connor Stallions said he did, he said, wouldn't you rather have the sheet of plays in front of you rather than having to disseminate, you know, grainy film of uh, of sidelines? And he said some of the play sheets that Purdue was allegedly using were unbelievably detailed. And he said that. So he tell me what the distinction is between having illegal insights. Uh, on-site scouting there and what Connor Stallions did. He said, in a court of law, there isn't any. So uh, Michigan is, seems determined to, to play this thing out in the court, I think not only against the Big Ten, but, man, it certainly seems like they're setting up a battle with the NCAA, too, if it goes that far. And uh, they're, they're not playing around, and they want to know uh, exactly how deep these other schools were involved as well in uh, and how hypocritical they might be in stealing their own signs. So, you know, this story is just beginning. Like I said, Bill, it's, it's uh, not something I want to cover. It's not something I w- wish I were covering, but you know, uh, there are going to be a lot more twists and turns here coming up. Uh, by the way, the segment is presented by Montana vacuums by Connor Stallions. <laughs> What a joke. Can you believe that? Vacuums, right? you know, you know, yeah. th- think about the it, it almost fits that he's a, a, a nothing against vacuum salesman. I'm not going to stereotype everybody, but the way he's using Coram's name on some official applications or documents, the way he it, the more Connor Stallions and his backstory comes out, the more you can see that there's no way Harbaugh knew any of this was going on. 
No way. Yes, it sure seems like that. And uh, we should have more on the Stallions and Central Michigan story tomorrow. We're putting the finishing touches on Wait, What's that. going on there, Chris? Can you give me a little sneak peek? <laughs> you're just going to have to You're gonna have to read it. But, uh, uh, yeah, he was, he was I not there. I have to read it? He was. I'll send it to you first. But he was not there. Um, he was there for one purpose only, and we'll discuss that tomorrow in, in the article. But um, yeah, uh, one yeah. purpose only. I can. Can I guess? Can I play the Wolverine dot no, com guess game? Let's not go there. Let's just wait, and, and okay. you can you can read it. But it's going to be. It, it'll be fascinating, and, and that's not the only angle being pursued here. Uh, there are so many, and so many of our colleagues are working on other stories. Uh, you know about the PI firms and and making trips to empty buildings that were supposed to house investigators. And it's just, it's, it's cloak and dagger type crap that, uh, again, I told you when this started, this is going to be like a 30 for 30 someday. I really think it could be a movie, maybe an E60 or whatever, because it's absolutely fascinating. But uh, I don't think the Big Ten is happy that the, that Michigan hired the, as hiring these firms. And, uh, and to that, to that, I think Michigan would reply too bad because you've got, uh, You've got other schools in this conference that are coming after us, and really for one reason only, you know, uh, and that's because they're winning at a high level, and you can just call it cheating or whatever, and, you know, you're on-site scouting, and, you know, it's a rule. Again, to say it's the, the biggest scandal in the history of the Big Ten is one of the most idiotic things I've ever heard, and uh, and they think so too, and so do more national writers now around the country. So I think Tony Petiti kind of caved into the – to the other league coaches, Michigan doesn't like it, and uh, they want due process, and they're going to fight until they get it. Now look at uh, Matt Rule using it, you know, deflect from the fact that you blew a an, an easy W on your schedule at Michigan State. You're going to bring up, oh, yeah, you know, it's not a bad season outside of the game. We were scouted, really? Yeah, uh, sure, okay, got that. Here's something interesting from uh, Dan Wetzel in his article, which, by the way, his lead-in, said Michigan and Purdue broke the exact same rule. They used advanced scouting to steal a future opponent's signals. Why does the NCAA and Big Ten only care about one of them? And he goes on to say this. Listen to this. Which would you rather have? Raw cell phone footage that still needs to be broken down or highly experienced coaches just handing over their work? Everyone would choose the Purdue option. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And doesn't that sound unscrupulous? You know, you've got, okay, well, we don't want them to win, so we'll steal their signs. Who knows how they stole them? They said, oh, we decoded it. They've got guys saying, oh, we decoded it, you know, instead of stealing it. Michigan doesn't know that. Nobody knows that. But they're going to find out. I can promise you that. And they've got people working on it. How'd they decode it? Did they go to stadiums? We don't know. How'd they right, decode it? Right. How, how'd they, how'd they right do that? On. You know what? And, and Wetzel said something else that was the headline on uh, the lead on his Yahoo.com story uh their you know footnotes either everyone's guilty or no one is that's a message to the big 10 and tony petiti tony petiti you 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 come at harbaugh tomorrow or friday and you you try and wait until friday so they can't get a court injunction and you look like the big bad powerful commissioner you'll be out of a job before the start of next football season. Mark it down. It sure seems like it, right? And if you look at what's going on, at, like we've said, at other universities, do they really want investigators sniffing around? Do all these programs want investigators sniffing around their programs? And Because I can tell you that's exactly where we're headed, just like we talked about in the SEC several years ago with Alabama and Auburn and Tennessee. Do you think that if 
if guys were sniffing around other programs, football factories, that they wouldn't find things that were a hundred times worse than stealing signs and and having a guy in the stands filming sidelines like probably 15 fans are for any program on a given Saturday. And yeah, it was wrong for Michigan to do it for Connor Stallions to organize it a hundred percent. And I've said that he's been fired. Uh, There has been no proven link to Jim Harbaugh. Should he have known about it? Many believe so. Uh, And I think that's a legitimate argument at the same time. Is it a, is it a fireable offense? Is it, is it okay to suspend him for the year? Is it the worst scandal in the history of the big 10? That's absolutely asinine. People need to slow the roll here and stop the insanity. And the insanity is defined by hypocrisy, as I mentioned in my opening huge yes. opinion, Chris, that on, an, on yesterday's headlines, as we're going back and forth on the end of the world with Harbaugh, Kansas gave a lifetime contract to Bill Self. And by the way, Bill Self was only suspended for four games amid an FBI investigation in the college basketball corruption. So Self yes. and his top assistant... Curious Townsend, uh, suspended, first four games of the season. Uh, this is a story that rolls back to last year, okay? Uh, and you're thinking for FBI wiretaps and, and a six-year, by the time it was done, a six-year investigation. But this Harbaugh story uh, and everybody at ESPN, because they don't carry the Big Ten anymore, they're talking about he should be banished and suspended indefinitely until the investigation is over. Did the NCAA or Kansas or the Big 12 and maybe even the Pac-12, and I'll even go to the SEC with LSU, all caught on these wiretaps for college basketball corruption, were they suspended indefinitely until the investigation was complete? No, and I don't think they were punished after the fact either, with the exception of Oklahoma State, who took the fall for all of them, and they're pissed. (laughs) So uh, you should talk to some of your sources down in in Oklahoma still about that, Bill, because they're like, how the hell did this happen? Because as they say, you know, if Alabama does something wrong, then you you know damn well tomorrow that Colorado State or Hawaii or somebody's going to get punished. So uh, the whole thing's a sham. And, uh, and again, uh, I am not condoning or excusing. If, if they broke rules, uh, they need to be punished accordingly. And as Doug Karsh, the, the play-by-play voice of Michigan football, says, we just want the same treatment as everybody else, right? Amen. So if they get the same treatment as everybody else, then, hey, the Jim Harbaugh three-game suspension is probably more uh, if you look at the length of the season, uh, more damaging than Bill Self's four-game suspension over the course of a 35-game season, right? So, hey, let's call it even and move on. Yeah, by the way, uh, Kansas was among the schools named in the corruption case with the apparel company Adidas. Uh, Arizona, LSU, Louisville, and NC State. But uh, Jim Harbaugh gets the headlines, and everybody at ESPN must have had a memo. where We got a call for the... He ban him. Oh, my God, Pat McAfee. They don't deserve a playoff spot. Oh, my God, Yo. Greg Greg Doyle, he's not an ESPN guy, Indy Star columnist, whatever way the wind's blowing. Oh, J.J. McCarthy, I'm a Heisman voter. We need to punish him. Really? What, what, what has Harbaugh done right now? What has been proven? Don't you think through three weeks of this soap opera and everybody digging, if there was something connecting Harbaugh to Stallions, which Ross Dellinger said the NCAA source told him there's nothing at this time connecting Harbaugh to Stallions. So again, this investigation is not complete. Even what's been alleged towards Connor Stallions hasn't been validated, even though he looks guilty. And yet you're the Big Ten, 
And because your coaches didn't want Harbaugh on a conference call or the ADs or some presidents are upset, uh, you're going to go after Harbaugh? Unprecedented move? And you're going to use a sportsmanship bylaw, but you're not going to address what was published by Sports Illustrated in regards to Ohio State and Rutgers giving Jeff Brom and Purdue detailed play calling notes hoping it would help Purdue against Michigan in last year's Big Ten championship game. Where has it been proven with Connor Stallions, Harbaugh, or anybody connected to Michigan football where they have tried to help another Big Ten school beat another school? Yeah, and that seems more unscrupulous to me than anything, right? They, they, they're thinking about a potential playoff spot, Ohio State is, so they're trying to, to help Purdue beat Michigan uh, to help them. Uh, it's absurd. And uh, where's the outrage there, right? If there's anything that cries poor sportsmanship, it would be that, in my opinion, as well. So uh, lots of things to still consider. Uh, and again, as I've said from the very beginning, let's see where the evidence leads and what else comes out. Uh, we can certainly change opinions based on what any more stuff that we get. But uh, all we're asking and all they're asking, I think, is due process. And I don't think that's too much to ask, Bill. Yeah, uh, RG3 said the same thing. Uh, yeah. Due process. I, I shared that tweet, the college football uh, NFL announcer. I, I shared that. That's all. Yeah, I've said it from day one of this. If Harbaugh knew, it's who knew what and when and who did what and when. That, that's really this case in a simple yep. nutshell. And, and because NCAA rules say that Harbaugh will be punished because he's in charge of Connor Stallions, who's on his staff, then yep. Harbaugh will pay the price. Okay, and by the way, even this witch hunt from the Big Ten, the suspension indefinitely, he can't do it. He has, by the Big Ten rules, up to a two-game suspension with no appeal. That's it. So, But what you hear is this indefinite suspension. The college football playoff committee repeated again this week that that they have nothing to do with this, and they're not going to punish Michigan. But people are still out there, Pat McAfee, College, I hope Michigan doesn't allow college game day to come to the big house. That would be the ultimate up yours to ESPN. Yeah, you know, they got to push back, and they are pushing back. And like I wrote in my column today, this is not your father's Michigan. You know, in the past, they'd say, oh, no, this is, you know, we're scandal. We're so sorry. It's a scandalous, so on and so forth. And um, it's sensationalist journalism, right? And, and we've seen it all over the place. It's, you know, it's a bad day when you're one of the few – you cover Michigan, right, for the for a site called TheWolverine.com, and you're saying, no, we're not saying everything is good here. We're just saying, let's uh, wait and see all the facts here and look at both sides. And uh, to me, it's it's been shameful how this has been covered, and I think a lot of people would agree with it. Pathetic. I know Dan Wetzel would. And uh, it's been, uh, you know, everybody talks about witch hunt. It's almost like a smear campaign, like a coordinated smear campaign. You start throwing Blake Corum's name into it because you find his name on a document that you have you don't have any idea what it means. Uh, when it when it's on there with Connor Stallions, but you're going to throw his name out there like, "Ooh, this must be nefarious. Let's drag him through the mud." Uh, it's an absolute disgrace. By the way, you mentioned Dan Wetzel, one of the few him and McMurphy, I think it is, uh, who have been really, you know, not agenda driven in the reporting. This is a comment from uh, Wetzel in his story that I shared at the huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook at Michigan. Connor stallions allegedly ran a smash and grab sign stealing operation 
Ohio State, Rutgers, and Purdue, meanwhile, were reportedly operating the equivalent of a criminal conspiracy. It was pure white-collar stuff. In the end, they both stole or participated in the stealing of the same thing, information on opponents' play signals in an effort to secure an advantage. It's just that one was a ski mask bank robbery, the other was an inside job cleanly wiring the money to the Caribbean. Yeah. There you go. And the funny part is, and the funny part is, Bill. So, alleged, if that's what's alleged is true, then Rutgers gave Ohio State, Michigan signs, and Michigan beat them by twenty two points at their place anyway. So, not only did they say that they didn't have Michigan signs, or or they didn't have that they changed their signs for Michigan, but it appears like they had Michigan signs allegedly, and they still got their asses kicked at home. So that's kind of the funniest part of all of this. Oh, that's why listening to Matt Rule in Nebraska. Well, we had one game we were scouted, really. Uh, you know, Matt, can you show me? Can you show me the tickets? Can you show me the photos? Can you show me who was there? Can you give me a name? No, you're another sellout coach who's on the hot seat because you got a mediocre program. You got Ryan Walters in over his head at Purdue. That was obvious. Uh, they can wear Apple watches where their coach is in the booth, but you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, you know what? One thing the NCAA could do, and I'm surprised they haven't instituted immediately right now, that they would allow the same equipment used for the NFL that the coaches would be allowed to talk to one offensive player, usually the quarterback, and the defensive signal caller right now. Apple tablets, uh, Microsoft tablets, whatever would be allowed on the sidelines. I think they're going to do it for the college football playoff and bowl games. Why not do it immediately? These teams could get the helmets and be ready to go by Saturday. You could have an emergency yeah. rule added. That There you go. Yeah, and I, I just don't know how if it's uh, feasible, you know, to get all the equipment to everybody and uh, get them to learn how to use it and all that. It seems like an off-season thing to me, but I think it's coming. I don't think there's any question about it because, uh, as Wetzel also said three weeks ago, nobody gave a damn about any of this. But all of a sudden, because you have uh, some guy who's hurt, got hurt feelings, you know, running a private investigator at Michigan and trying to find out everything about this story, and the biggest thing you find is sign stealing, and now it's the biggest story in college football. So, uh, and again, I, I do think uh, that Connor Stallions, what he did, it is against rules, and and uh, there's no question, if especially if he's on site, but. Uh, let the punishment fit, fit, hit, fit the crime here. And again, uh, we're talking about something that goes on at the beginning of the story. Everybody was talking about it. 85 to 90 percent of the schools. Some just were doing it better than others. And some were doing it a little bit sneakier than others, I guess you would say. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. We'll see where the story takes us this afternoon, tomorrow, Friday. And by the way, Noon Saturday, Michigan at Penn State. Chris, thank you so much. You bet. Thank you, Bill.